Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Let me tell you something. To lay to rest the point that I was making the other day about why I don't march. If I don't have background information on the person that we are marching for. And you know what? A lot of you came out the other day. Oh, you had so much to say. You had so much to say. But you know what? Listen, we're going to get this cracking right now. I'm waiting for my link to be populated so that we can go live on all of these platforms. Let me go ahead and refresh, get this link sent out to the text notification squad because listen, oh, Tyree Nichols. Hmm, we all know Tyree Nichols, right? 29 year old young man that was beat down by five cops and then they came out and blamed it on single mothers. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. You remember, here's the link right here. So let me go ahead and get live on these platforms so that we could jump into the story and I could show you the tweets. There's a lot of things that I want to show you as well as some warning sign things that you need to look out for in your own doggone life because these telltale signs are out there. They're out there. Here, let me go ahead and put a hashtag TKO text squad. So if you'd like to join the text, note, there's over 830 people on the text notification squad right now. So you go ahead and join so that you can get a text whenever I go live. Never miss another live broadcast. Plus we have, uh-oh, something done happened behind the scenes. Let me go ahead and send that out. All right, listen, the text is on its way. Let me go ahead and get, get this out to the people. If you want to get free notifications, they're also available on Telegram. The link is in the description. Oh, doggone it. I need to get the... Give me one second. I need to get the... um. There's a lot of things that I want to show you. Let me get inside here and get this thumbnail updated. Because as you see right over here, you see what I what what what's going on. Tyree Nichols had some colorist tweets that came out, and I want to show you a bunch of different pages, as well as some videos that have some additional information. I spent some time, um, I spent some time going through some of the uh some of his tweets and his pages. But let me tell you, it made me tired. I I just I felt so so tired. I, I was just, I was, I was famished. It, it, I was, I was spent. Famishing even the right word. I was spent. Okay. So I just, I just got the thumbnail updated. You can go ahead and refresh while you come in. If you enjoyed the video, go ahead and like the video, comment, write in someone's, um, share this in your group, share it on WhatsApp, because I want you all to see what it is that I saw and hear what it is that I heard. Because, you know, they, they call us to task, right? They want us to do all of this marching up and down, running out there with the little black girls and, 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 and all the... And then also, oh my goodness, I found out that he was a panderer too. I found out, oh damn it, the thumbnail didn't get uploaded in time. So there, I'm sending it out. Go ahead and... Here, go ahead and... Damn, I didn't get the thumbnail updated in time, but that's fine. That is fine. We're going to go ahead and get live on all of these platforms right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Somebody's asking, what is my point? Admins, 
listen, what do you think my point is? Admins, crack down. Because there's going to be some controversial things that I'm going to say inside this video that black men and some black women who are male identified are not going to want to hear. But I know what my point is, and I'm about to get into the point right now. All right. That text has been sent out to the text notification squad. Let me just make sure. And then we're going to get live on all of these platforms. Let me refresh. Ooh, yes, it has been sent. Let's go ahead and get this party started. That's the text right there. All right, let's go ahead and get this party started on all platforms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Here we go. Here we go. We are live on Twitch. We're live on Twitter. We're live on Facebook. We're live on LinkedIn. And of course, you know we are live on YouTube. Oh, my, 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 my. Let's go ahead and get this party started. Yes, 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 yes. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to lay to rest the point that I was making in my last video about why I do not march. This is why I don't march. Tyree Nichols who was famous for getting the life snuffed out of him by five black male police officers. There's some tweets that have come out that have surfaced that has shown him not to like the very people who are out there on the streets and on the front lines, putting themselves at risk to march for him, right? And you know what? People are gonna be like, oh, what's my point? Listen, I'm not saying that what happened to him is right, right? I'm not saying what happened to him is right. However, there is a synchronicity to life that balances itself out, right? And what's going to happen is that black women, and women will listen, I don't know if you all have seen the trends. Births are down all over the world. Listen, listen. We are ushering in a new day. Women are tired. And black women, I urge you, before you get out there on the front lines, before you start putting yourself at risk, vet the people whom you're going out there. So look, look, let me show you what it is that I saw. So thank you to the people in my behind the scenes group that send things to me that I would not have known about otherwise, right? So here, here. For those of you who are wondering, here we go. This is Tyree Nichols' quote. This is him, his Twitter page, right? This is his Twitter page from 20, what, what year, what, what year was this? 2014, right? He says, he says true this to a retweet from a person who says, there is a reason I don't talk to dark skin bees. Oh. You don't talk to dark-skinned bees, huh? Oh, no? Oh. Oh, but there's more, but there's more, but there's more. Let's, let's, let's see what more there is, right? Oh, 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 let's, 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 let's come to that in, in, in a, in a moment, right? Let's, let's come to that in a moment, right? Here he goes, 2014. I have never wondered this in my life, LMAO, retweet, from somebody who says, dark-skinned girls have good pee or nah, right? You could read it on the screen, right? 
And he's saying he has never wondered whether they had good pee, right? Oh, oh, no, they, they, they didn't, he didn't want to know whether or not they had good boom, boom. No, 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 no. Right? And so people were like, oh, is this, because I asked the question, how do we know that this is his, his, his official Twitter, one of his old Twitter accounts that came up, right? And here's a tweet that he did. And if you follow the link, this tweet is from 2012. If you follow the link, it takes you over. It takes you over to an Instagram page. And when you get to the Instagram page, and this is what I want many of you to pay attention to, right? When you get over to the Instagram page, you see a story that is told from the pictures that he posts, right? So there's a lot of different types of pictures on here, but I want you to tell me what is the theme that you see, right? Because I've noticed this a lot with, with, with Black men nowadays, right? You will see a lot of certain types of people that they're promoting on their social media. They'll have, they'll, you'll see them in pictures with Black men, yes. But who is conspicuously missing, right? Who is conspicuously missing? Oh, look at here. Oh, my, my. Oh, me, oh, me, oh, my. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, true love, true love. Oh, yes, 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 yes. But who is conspicuously missing? That's what I, I want to know. Who is always and constantly conspicuously missing? Here, here. So you scroll down. Oh, look at here. Oh, the true. Oh, 2013 was a really good year considering I'm, I met the love of my life. We had our ups and downs and you can go ahead and read it for yourself. Oh, the love of his life. And listen, we love love and we love all this stuff too, right? But when you look, what is conspicuously missing? Not a picture with a black mama? Not a picture with a black auntie or friend. No black friends. No, but you see plenty. Of, let, me, let me make this larger for you so that you can see, so that you can see what I see, right? Oh, oh, yes. So what do you see? And the crazy part about it is that there are so many people. And you know what? There will be people who will be like, oh, this doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? Okay. I am going to play some, oh, oh, how precious, how precious. But look, I want you to, oh, we got to scroll. Oh, goodness. I want you to see, what is it that you, you, you see, not a, oh, look, look, look here. Hashtag favorite, hashtag mother, hashtag figure, hashtag Haiti, Heidi, right? So he's saying that this mother was like, this woman was like a mother figure to him. So you, you don't even see his own black mama. You don't see his black mama, but you see his favorite mother figure. But let me ask you a question. Did you see this woman out there on the front lines or in front of news cameras crying? Did you see her? We, now you, did you, did, did, did we see her? Oh my gracious, goodness gracious me, oh my. Look at what you see. And then you see them in big mixed crowds and all this other stuff. And you know, the situation just gets sadder and sadder. One, one of the things that I want you all to pay attention to, black women, one of the things that I want you to pay attention to is I want you to look at some, you know what? Years ago, years ago, I went to a man's house, right? I went to his home. 
And in his home, there were all of these murals and it was like these paintings and the paintings had this white skin, white skinned women, white skinned women, busts and all this stuff all over his home, right? And I realized something today, actually. You know, I was going to do a retreat um, a few years ago. And when I was going to do the retreat, I was looking for stock photography of black women who were in the wilderness, right? And I, I, you know what? I, I'm actually, I wasn't planning on showing you all this, but I'm, I'm going to pull up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull this up because I want you all to see, because I, I, I did this stock photography. Well, I was looking at this stock photography and I was, I was looking for images of black women doing yoga outside. And this was like in 20, what year was this? This was 20, 20, 17, 2018, that I was going to do this retreat, right? I want you to see some of the, the, the images. So I couldn't find pictures of black women doing yoga in nature. It has gotten better now. But this, had, this, made, this made something dawn on me. So here, here. So these are some of these. So these are some of the the images here that that. So there were. So I was like, oh, you know, connecting nature and you know, and full moon. Oh, that's me when I was a little girl. <laughs> My little chubby cheeks, right? And so the pictures that I had, they white women, and and when I looked for a, a black woman with a flowing dress out in nature, I could find none. This is why I support the black women in luxury movement, because there's a push to see black women in upper scale. But one of the things that I that that dawned on me, and I remember this from being a little girl, right? There were some pictures of black women, but some of them I had to, I, I mean, it was like if I wanted to find certain types of images. It was just, it was just white women. And it reminded me of something, right? It reminded me that when I was a little girl, the image of the white woman was the default woman, right? It reminded me that the image of the white woman was the image of, 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 of purity, sensuality, softness, femininity, all of that. It was the default image. There was nothing else. So even years ago when I was looking for stock photography, there was nothing else except for, you know, the soft images of white women with the flowing dresses and out in nature and doing yoga. And so now when I'm, you know, getting ready for this new retreat, I'm able to find more images. But what did that do to you as a black girl in your mind? You ask yourself that question. But then let's turn it around. What did it do to black boys? What did that, what did it do to black boys? You know what? I'm going to read the apples in a moment. So make sure that you get your cash apps in the, in the, the, this, the link is in the description it is like my name right here. It's dollar sign Tanya TKO. And it is a verified cash app page. So, you know, you're sending it to the right place. You know, support black female content creators. Paris Milan did a really good job. She did a really, really, really good job of going through and finding things that I just, uh, I didn't have the, the stamina behind the scenes to try to keep on looking up. So we're going to play a little bit of her video, but go and support, support black female content creators. Okay. 
Harris Milan put up some of his Facebook posts, and we're going to take a look at his Facebook page. We're going to take a look at some more of his, his Twitter page, right? But take a look at this real quick, right? Take a look at this. So uh, she found a whole bunch of his posts. And on his Facebook page, he has all of these posts pandering to black women. Oh, black women, this. Oh, it's the it's a black thing. Oh, it's the, this, the black. Oh, and going on and on, seeing some sticker under a table. Oh, talking about oh, black women are genius. Oh, and, and, and just saying all of this other stuff. And you know what? I haven't said this publicly, right? I haven't said this publicly. There's a content creator by the name of Ace Metaphor, right? Please. Because you know what? I believe it was 2019 when this man cussed me the fuck out on my Facebook page after I responded to that video of his where he was talking about how he ain't had no money and he want people to, women, women to love him for him, right? Now, all of a sudden, he done rebranded and now he's out there hollering black women's talking points from a male throat, right? And I haven't brought this up before, but so many of you are sending me his videos because it's also convenient for men to rebrand after they then said all of these horrifying things about black women. It's all, they, they rebrand and then all of a sudden, now all of a sudden it's black girl magic. Now all of a sudden it's black girl this, it's that. It's, but <laughs> listen, listen, because you know what? Somebody remind me behind the scenes. I need to react to my original video from Ace Metaphor and then a video with him talking about, if you don't have the money to treat that woman, if you don't have money to spend on bills. But that wasn't what he was saying the year that he cussed me the fuck out on my page, right? The thing is that these still waters run deep inside of these men. Oh, you can tell him I'm talking about him. I don't care, I'm being messy. I'm being messy today because I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of the old switcheroo. I'm tired of them lumping all of us into a box. So what they do is they go from community to community. Oh, I, 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 this, this is where the, the feminine women's is at. Oh, let me go abroad. Next thing you know, they're going to be throwing Asian women under the bus. They done already started throwing Brazilian women under the bus ever since them feminists came and chased some of their sex tourists out of town, right? Running, huh. Running for their lives. Listen, so... Let's go back to, to Paris's video. She has a lot of great clips in there. So make sure that you go and, and, and watch her whole video, right? She snipped some a bunch of these, these pictures of him on his page and, and the hypocrisy, how he volleyed back and forth between, well, back in the days, he has all these images of him with the cork. And you know what? Listen, this right here, so many of us... <laughs> You know, I didn't talk about the Tyree Nichols situation because, you know, I, I, this is why, I, look, I don't march. I don't, I don't look, I, I put that in the hands of black men, right? For black men to get up and get onto the front lines. Because I realized the other day when I had to scream and curse that man out in that last video that I did where I had to tell him he is my son, right? Because they're over there blaming black women for all of this and all of that. So, okay, so I'm your mother, son. He told me not to call him son. And I was like, well, he's a boy. He's a boy. <laughs> I realized when I was cursing him out 
that they want to come to you and be all aggressive with you. You have to, as a black woman in this country, you have to, as a black woman, have a certain amount of hardness not to get swallowed alive by these dudes, right? You have to have a certain amount of hardness, right? But they love that hardness when you're out on the front lines vying for them. They love that hardness when they can use you as the bulldog or the mule to be out there fighting for them. Oh, please. But you know what? I realize. <laughs> Listen, I realize. <laughs> I realize that we need to sit back. We need to rest in our feminine and we need to allow these men to go out onto the front line and advocate for themselves look births are down all over the world women are waking up there's a rise of single lonely men nation to nation china has reported low births united states low births all over the world where women are waking up, they're like, I don't want to participate in this. And they're having less and less children. I'm telling you, right? So here he goes. Here he goes. Throw back to the happiest day of my life and how white my son was. Ha, 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 ha. That's funny. That his son was so white, and many of us didn't even pick up on the fact that his son is biracial. Didn't pick up on the fact that his son is biracial, and we just kind of just went along with it, right? But, like I said, look, if this person has no history, if you don't see that they have a history of loving black women, of being right to black women, if they don't have a history of, 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 of really holding up the mantle of manhood in the black community in the same ways that they want us to hold up the mantle of manhood out there, fist in the air, out on the front line. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. So Paris has some more tweets from him that I didn't even see, right, that I think are important for this conversation. So here, so take a look at this, right? <laughs> So these are some of the ones that we covered. I didn't even see this one. Um, talking about, I need a white girl with blue eyes, right? And he comes back and he's like, yeah, they winning, right? He says that down at the bottom, right? Oh, no, he says, LOL, yeah, they're fun, right? And you know what? Watch these while you can, because you know these sites are going to start taking these down as soon as people start, as soon as you all start retweeting this, and as soon as you all start putting this out there, look, oh, look, share this video, tag somebody, share this in your WhatsApp group, in your Facebook groups, post this on your Facebook page so that people can see. Because, you know, it's like there's a sickness that's running rampant in our community, there's a sickness that has infected many a black man. And black women, you know and you understand what this sickness is. Because so many of them, there's this push now that they want to come to you and they outright saying it. Look, nobody wants you. Please. They act like we don't know what it's like to be a black woman. A keeper of the womb. Please, a Nubian goddess. They act like we don't know. Listen. I know the magic of black women. I know. 
And these fools are hell-bent on trying to erase themselves, trying to wash themselves out, trying to, trying to, trying to delete themselves through, through procreation, trying to get the black out of their skin through the daughter of the, the men who oppressed them, right? And it's like, ladies, don't listen when these men, you know, remember that Shakespearean um, quote? Methinks thou dost protest too much, right? When you hear a black man out there who is coming out of nowhere just lambasting white women, oh, there's a reason why. Because they're top of mind for him. This is why all of these silly, goofy girls in these other countries who are listening to black men complain about black women, he's complaining because that's his top choice, dear. And he's complaining because black women are... are, are taking up real estate in his mind. Oh, girl, listen. Hmm. We're taking up space inside of their mind. And so when you're listening to these black men talk about these white girls, listen, I look, I look, please. You know what? Let me just put these tweets back up on. L listen, and it goes for anything. You hear a man talking about, oh, these, these gay mother effers. Oh, these capital F words. Oh, oh, oh. Going on and on. There's a reason. There's a reason. Don't trust him and don't let him go down to well. If you have, if you hear him talking about he going to Atlanta one too many time on business trips, you already know what it is. You already know what it is. So here, listen. Let the black men come because what they're seeing is they're seeing black women rising up and they don't like it. They're here and they're upset. <laughs> they're mad. You know what, as a matter of fact, let me, let me, let me check my apples real quick to see who, who's in the building. Let me check. Let me, oh, I, it looks, yes. We're going to get back to these tweets because he has some horrifying things that I want you to see. To let you know about the, the mentality, the depraved mentality that existed inside of this young man. And I know for some people they're going to say, oh, this doesn't matter. But there are other people out there who knows. Who knows that it does? Hey, listen. What is this that I hear? What is that? Yeah. Mmm. 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 Yes, baby. Let's 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 check these apples real quick here. So. Joy sends 222 and says exactly why I didn't say boo about his dad. Listen, uh-huh, listen, listen. Chase sends a dollar and says, but this was more than 10 years ago. He was younger. Let me ask you a question, Chase. How many tweets did you make 10 years ago um, disrespecting black men, um, people who are disabled or whatever the case may be, right? How many did you make? And is that something that still lives inside of you? You know, it's like, okay, all right. Where is the evidence that he felt different, really? Where is the, the real-life evidence? Mm. You know what? Look, look, look. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you some more. I'm going to show you some more. Penny sends $10. Simaj sends 5 and says, for taking us to church. Thank you, Simaj. Chiquita sends 5 and says... Looking extra fly tonight. Thank you, darling. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Chase says, I didn't march either. 
but I don't think we should. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 Chase says to overshadowing what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Listen, you are free to say and do whatever it is that you choose to, Chase. All I'm saying, and let me ask you, what is the matter with me saying that black men need to get to the front lines? Black women, you need to practice softening yourself right now. And softening yourself means that you're not on the front lines with rubber bullets knocking out your eyes from their socket. With tear gas and other types of poisons poisoning your womb and your uterus, getting into your fatty tissues and staying there so that when you go to carry a child, now your child has a pointy head. Huh? Listen, what is the matter with you resting in your... Listen, girl, what is... What's the matter with you sitting back? Huh? What's the matter with you sitting back and painting your nails somewhere while the men folk go out there on the front lines? Chase, my dear, I can only imagine that you probably need some rest yourself. Look, go rest, Chase, go rest. Because if anyone is offended by me saying that black men need to get out there on the front lines while women sit back and rest, then, huh? listen, Uche sends $4 and say, I stay neutral on black men, brutality issues for... This very reason, these tweets always resurface. And you know what? In Paris's video, there's a bunch of, of tweets that you will see from Stefan Clark, from Toby Obingue, or what, I forget what his last name was, but the dude who was with that white girl and he had all of these terrible tweets. Toby and the terrible tweets. I covered it in my video. Just, just search back. Just search back. Search for the word Toby, T-O-B-Y. And how his white girl, his soft, submissive white girl was beating him down and punching him and slapping him all up in the, in the elevator. Because you see, for them, it's spicy. It's hot-tempered. It's, it's something else. But when it comes to you, it's, it's always... It's always something derogatory. Shawnee sends twenty dollars. Demetra sends two and says the black blackmail patho pat the blackmail pathology needs the Moynihan report. Absolutely, she says I'm not standing up or with black males anymore. Listen, and that's exactly what we need to do. Rescind your support. You know, listen, this world would cease to be. If women continue to close up their wounds, we can create the type of world that we want. Because, you know, I realized something, I've realized something recently, right? And I'll share that with you in, a, in another video. Um, they don't match for our, they don't march for our sisters being taken out. Exactly. Exactly. And remember there was that girl that called into the show the other day and we went looking on her page. Somebody said they went down to her page to 2017 and she had no posts about black women, but she was in my ear screaming about Stumpy who got shot down by the police. Just scroll back. You'll see my videos, right? She didn't even post about Shanquella Robinson. This is what I'm saying. There's a lot of us that are just sick in our heads and in our minds. Lori sends $5 and says... United we stand or divided we fall. Justice for, and she's going to come back out. I appreciate the cash apples. Thank you for, for sending love through the platform, my dear. Listen. One-sided loyalty is for suckers, as Brooklyn Blue famously says. 
You could go ahead and talk about how united we stand, divided we fall. Say that if you want. We are already divided and you are the only one that is standing. They are already dividing and creating the lines. You're just standing up out there on the front lines, putting yourself at risk for the community, right? But the community is biting out your eyes when you refuse to let them buy you wine at the liquor store. The community is sh shooting up at children walking past, putting their own children up as, 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 as a shield. Capital R wording their mothers and taking out your best friends and, and anybody who gets in their way of trying to take you out. The community is not standing with you, girl. They're not standing with you. Let me refresh to see if she finished up her sentence, right? Amber says, looks like his Marrero, his preference failed too. Mm, mm, mm. Exactly. Exactly. So when things didn't work out with homegirl, because he has a four-year-old biracial child, and I guess we didn't put two and two together, but when things didn't work out with her, now all of a sudden he's up there talking about Black Lives Matter and trying to say a few little things about Black women, but still yet, not a post with a Black woman, not even his own mama. But he knew how to put Heidi up on his page, right? He knew how to put Heidi there. But let's continue forward with these tweets, right? So... He, this is the one that I want you to pay real attention to right here up at the top. He says, I'm not even kidding. I'm like ugly, LOL. And then his girlfriend at the time comes out and she's like, you're not even ugly, shut up. And he's like, I am though. And she's like, babe, with a straight face. And he's like, yes, LOL. And she was like, you're hot. And he's like, why, thank you, but I'm not hot, but thank you, babe. And she's like, you're not ugly, though. And he's like, I am, though. And she's like, well, then me too. And he's like, no, 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 you can't be because you white, baby. You can't be. You white, you can't be ugly. You white. You my baby. Right? But his tweets take a dark, dark turn. Dark, dark turn. Right. They take a dark turn. And Paris talks about this passionately in her video. So, like I said, go check out her video. Right. So. He's. Talking about black girls fighting. Witness a black girl fight. Ha ha ha. That's some crazy S word. Hey, black girl fight. This should be interesting. LOL. Why do they always fly during a fight black girl wigs <laughs> and then so this is the part that really take a look at this down here at on the bottom right hand corner right take a look take a look somebody called him stupid and in response to the person calling him stupid i just want you to see what type of human being this person was talking about 10 years ago here, 10 years ago, did you think jokes about capital R word were funny? This person called him stupid and he says, don't call me stupid. I will have a pedo, capital R word you, hashtag in a quickness. Really? How is that okay? How is that okay? 
How is that okay? How? This is the type of person that he was. That he would talk about something like that. And this is the thing. We don't know who these people are. We just see that they get beat up. And we see that they get unalived. And we don't, we, we just automatically say, oh, the community needs us. The community needs us. The community. And Paris talks about his, his mother out there crying for him. Go take a look at the video. Then Stefan Clark. This is something that I want you to see. Because I didn't know this, right? I didn't know this about Stefan Clark because I didn't cover the, the story, right? I didn't cover it. But here, Stefan Clark got with this Asian girl and he's like, if you're wondering why I wanted my son to be mixed with Asian, they two steps ahead. And he got a whole bunch of Asian inventions up there. And then his... And then he goes and says, this N said, I don't, I don't want no black baby. I'm already black. I don't need no black baby. Cry, 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 cry. And then his, his, his baby mama comes out and says, on God, 100. And then she says, and then he says, um, I don't want nothing black but an Xbox. Dark bees bring dark days. And somebody said, black is beautiful. And he says, I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing black but an Xbox. Right? And then, oh, so here, so Justice for SAC says, this is what she says, right? So my bad, the, the one who said on God, Zoe was him, right? Like I said, I didn't cover this story, so I don't know who is who, but I know that this person down in the bottom right-hand corner with his baby mama who says, ha, 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 I'm praying the same thing. I just hope baby boy doesn't get as dark as his dad. And his, she, we're talking about brown skin. So it's like, so these, so these people be getting, these people be colorists and they get with people who are colorists. If you, if you're, if you have any confusion about it, just go look at the biracials on TikTok who are talking about being raised by colorists. So these black men seek out women who have colorist ideals and ideas. And then they go forth and they have children with them. And then, like they do in any community, they go and they leave the children. They leave the children with these colorists to raise. I'm going to open up the phone lines for you all to call in. Uh, just take a look. Um, there's, there's, take a look. Take a look. Oh, these are some stories Paris posted about how black men laughed at black women who were getting unalived. Laugh. Read the read them. Read read these on the screen. Ha 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 ha. Chad and Brad are taking them out. Ha 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 ha. Good for them. They got what they deserved. Right? So don't write to me talking about the community when the community doesn't have your back. Every six hours, according to the FBI, and I'm waiting for updated stats, right? Every six hours, a black woman is unalive, mainly at the hands of a black man in this country. So if you're going to stand up, if you want to use your bulldog energy, use it for one of these black women. And you know what? I don't post murder stories on my page because it just doesn't re resonate with me. 
But let me find out if I'm going to have to start posting murder stories so that you all can understand what the F we're up against out here. Is that what I need to do? I need to post murder stories for you all to see so that you can understand what it looks like each and every day. Is that what I need to do? If I need to post murder stories, go ahead and type 911 in the comments. If I don't need to post these murder stories, go ahead and put up, put up a number zero, right? Let me see what you all have to say. Be and we're going to check the apples again in a moment. But let me see what you all have to say. Because I was not aware that you all were not seeing these stories, right? I was not aware that you all had not seen these stories. But apparently, I'm going to have to show you the gruesomeness and the brutality of it that's out there. Let's take a look and see. Let's take a look and see. Oh, I need to post these murder stories. Beautiful says no thanks. But you know what? But this is the thing. There's so many people that don't know and understand what it is that we're up against. So most people are saying 911. Let's see. And you know what? I just saw somebody post and said zero because this will change the entire energy of your message. Actually, I think that it's becoming more and more important to understand that self-love is self-preservation. Self-love is putting yourself first. And if something happened to you, you would want people to post about it. But you got to protect your energy by not looking at the death of somebody, but maybe we need to start looking so that I don't have to have black women texting into me about the community. The community does not uphold you, black woman. The community does not uphold you and does not volley and does not vie for you. You're the only one out there. Look, most of these marches are predominantly women. Who would march for them if not us? The community is not out there. You are putting your life at risk. If it were you, you would want somebody to say your name. If it were you, you would want me to post about it. If your sister were unalive, you would want me to have it on my show. But because it's somebody else's daughter, mm, I got to protect my energy. Mm, I don't want to see that. But this is the reality of what it is that we're living with. And I got black men calling me up, gaslighting me, trying to pretend as if this is not happening each and every day. As if, as if a single mother household is not a father abandoned household. As if they are not the ones wreaking the havoc in our community. They are out here standing on the stoops. They got their illegal firearms. They're bucking shots all through the night. They're shooting at, your, at women and children. And black men are not doing what it is that they need to do to keep the neighborhood safe. They're not doing what it is that they need to do. I need to show you all a story of a black mother who posted up about her son. He was, he was, he was arrested for allegedly capital R-wording somebody. 
And she was posting up about her son. Oh, my son. And then the, Jesus was this, that, and the other for my son. She went and bailed him out of jail because the, the girl who, who had accused him, apparently, you know, that wasn't info enough. When her son got out of jail, what did he do to his mother? Some of you know the story. He beat his mother to a pulp up against the bathroom sink to her face look like, like, you know, you know when you burst them biscuits out of, out of them, them jiffy, when you burst them biscuits out the package, her face looked like that, brown and beat up, swollen, couldn't even open her eyes. And then capital R worded her on the bathroom floor. The man... She bailed out of prison because somebody else's daughter getting capital R worded wasn't enough for her. I guess she had to see it firsthand. Well, I guess with them two closed black ass eyes, she couldn't see it. But she learned that day. Then she went and wrote a different post then. Because when it happens to you, you want somebody to post about it. But when it happens to somebody else, when it's somebody else's daughter, you don't want to hear about it and mess up your energy. Listen, I'm going to open up the phone lines, right? Let me check these apples real quick. And then I'm going to get the phone lines open because I want to hear from you all. So go ahead. I'm going to be reading these for about two or three minutes. So go ahead and, and get your apples in right now. I'm going to do the, 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 the quick apples and then we're going to open up the phone line. So get ready to call in. And, um, yeah, so Lori says justice for all. If only it were that simple. We don't have equity of justice in our community. We don't have equity of representation, Lori. So let's start there, talking about justice for all. Tanisha sends 20 and says, keep fighting for black women. We need your voice. Thank you. Thank you. Candace says 911. Let's keep it 100. Berlinda Nobo, almost forgotten. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? And the thing is, we know these women. These women are in our communities. Amber sends a dollar and says, black men are known more for their antics than anything. And this is what I'm saying. They're going to go overseas and ruin their, their doggone reputation over there, too. This is why I ain't saying nothing. I'm like, go, go. These women want to curse us out? Go on and go. Oops, I didn't... Uh-oh. All right, there we go. Let's refresh. Tiffany sends a dollar, and then she says, had to link my card because you forgot me on PayPal. Oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie. You know it's the pay. Okay, I'm going to check the PayPal one day. I'll check the PayPal. I'm, check- I'm sorry, babe. And Amber sends a dollar and says, black women need to keep our resources for ourselves. We sure do because, listen, support those who support you. This is what I'm saying. L sends 111 and said, knew you'd eventually reach this conclusion. I've been. You know, listen, I I didn't realize that I would get here. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Tiffany sends a dollar and says, Lear Gordon has a white tee that showcased black femicide. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But apparently, this is what it's going to have to come to. Get ready to call in, you all. We're about to open up the phone lines. Let me make sure that I got everyone. Uh, let's see. I think I got everyone. 
I think I did. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get these phone lines open. 323-488-3149. Phone lines are open. Go ahead and get your calls in right now. I'm going to be taking your phone calls live on the air. As you see on the screen, the number is scrolling 323-488-3149. So let's get it. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So I want to hear from you. Um, oh, somebody's saying I look great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And somebody is saying that uh, somebody's talking about trauma, uh, uh, corn, some words we can't even say anymore. We can't even have real discussions. I can't wait for a black woman to found uh, a platform that we can go to. Okay, so um, 323-488-3149. There's a little bit of a delay between when I announce the number and when you all hear it. So I'm going to give you all a few moments. But yes. Um... JR says, I'm starting to redefine my community. I want to know, why is it that black men have an issue with black women saying that they are going to stay home? Why do black men have an issue with saying, please go out there and fight, black man, fight for your brothers? Even if you don't say anything about, about what it is that, that you've heard or seen or any of that, right? Even if you don't say anything, they still have a problem with you staying home. Why? You're near live with Tanya. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, my name is Jay and I am from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, perfect, Jay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So what is your comment this evening? One, I, I think it would be absolutely amazing for you to talk about more about black femicide. Mm. We have a growing number of stations, like YouTube channels that is talking about it. And mm. a lot of black women, whether you know it or not, do not even know mm. about what is going yeah, a lot of black women do not even know about mm. how dangerous four to five black women are unalived every single day and black women have no clue it's their first time even hearing about the story so you have a large platform and you can't help so mm. yeah you should definitely even if you don't talk about it every day you should definitely talk more about it and also I'm not sure if you know, but the, you know, the Asian girl with the, the black guy who was also unalived by the police officer, mm -hmm. do you know why the police kept showing up? The police actually showed up 20 times in one year because he was beating her up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Excuse me? Yes. Yes. The Asian, Hold on. The so Asian he girl, had the nerve to be violent as well? That's why the police was showing up. That's why the police came in unalived him. They thought that they were in danger. They showed up 20 times in one year. Because she kept calling the police on him, and he was afraid. Wow. He um he was um he was afraid. He said that you keep calling the police on me, they're going to come and they're going to make sure I'm never around my children. And he was afraid of going to jail. So that's why the police even showed up. The police did not show up for no reason at all. They showed up because she would call the police constantly. The Asian girlfriend. But wasn't on, on the black but, guy. but wasn't he living with in his grandmother's basement? Yeah, yes, that's why they they live with each other. No, no, I'm not the, the, the one with the Asian, the one with the Asian girlfriend, the one with the Asian girlfriend with the two little boys. That's Stefan Clark. Yes, yes. He was living with they, his grandmother in her basement, wasn't he? 
Well, see, I don't know about him living with his grandmother in, in the That's, basement. That's they shot him in the grandmother's kids. backyard. Yes. Okay. Okay. And the before the, before he was living with his grandmother in the basement, he was living with his baby's mom. He was living with her. They just could not mm. coexist because he was violent. That's probably why he became in his mother's basement. Because that wasn't the first time when when the police shows up, there is a record of how often they have been called out to a house. He stayed with his Asian oh, somebody's baby saying mama. they can't he hear you. Is her is her me? audio too low? I'm not sure if my audio is too low. Can you hear me now? Didi, go ahead and refresh because um you should be able to hear her. Um everybody can hear her except for you. Didi, tell Didi to refresh. All right, so go ahead. Yeah, I, my, yes, yes. So he's probably he was probably living with his grandmother now, but before he moved in with his grandmother, there are there are actual logs. There are actual she I think she has to spoke with spoke about it also. You have to if you go and look um at any uh, news outlet she was, she was um she was speaking about how violent he was, but that didn't mean that he deserved to die. She said, "Yes, I have called the police about his violence, but I she didn't want him to die." But when mm. the police showed up, wherever they decided to unalive him at, when the police showed up, he did have a record of being violent, and it was because she was calling the police on him. That's why he had a violent record, and she called mm. the police one time, twenty times, twenty times in one year. She talked about that. And she kept my, on saying my, in my. her interview. Ma'am? No, I said my, my, my. Yes. So if, if you ever if you ever get the time to actually go back and watch the old news clips, she would talk about it. She was she, she was getting a little frustrated because everybody kept asking her about his violent past. But she kept on saying, Stop trying to make it about his violent past. Keep making it about the police unaliving him. Stop mm. making it about his violent past. The truth is he had a very violent past towards the Asian baby's mom. That's probably why mm. he's living with his grandmother because he does have a violence. So he was beating up on the preference. Wow. Well, you know what? It all goes hand in hand. It all goes hand in hand. The passport bros movement, this um, white women are submissive. No, Asian women are submissive. No, Latinas are submissive. All of this, it goes hand in hand. Because part of what it is that they don't like is they don't like you having boundaries. Make sure you go over mm -hmm. to my page, my other page. I have a video up there mm -hmm. about this guy telling women not to have boundaries. My other page where I yep. post the clips is www.youtube.com forward slash at Tanya TKO clips. Go take a there, look there at was the... A Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I believe I already. So I'm a huge fan of yours. So I probably I've, I've already seen all of the videos you've you've ever made. Okay. And I think okay. that it'd be um, yeah, I think it'd be amazing if you spoke about that. But also, I've also been seeing a, a growing number of non-black women who have also become unalived by the their black partners. That happened wow. here in Georgia, where it was a um a, a non-black woman. She was dating a black guy. They met each other. It moved very fast. He met. They met. They married. They had mm. a kid, and now she's missing. She's missing here what? in Atlanta. What do you mean missing? She just disappeared? Uh, yeah. Mm. And they and they and, and she, she grew up in a great household, like a great um. She grew up, you know, in a really nice household. I mean, in a, um, area here in Atlanta, Georgia. And now she's missing. She grew up in Johns Creek, Georgia. She met him, married him, had a baby, all in like a year and a half. Then he became really psychotic. Like a year and a half later. She was planning on leaving him, divorcing him, and now she's disappeared. Wow. Well, you know what? I appreciate you calling in and shedding some light. Thank you. Absolutely. 
You will. All right. You have a great day. Mm-hmm. Phone lines are open. I just want to state my expectation for the phone call. So when you call in, right, the purpose of the phone calls is a dialogue, not a monologue. So if you hear me um, ask you a question, I want you to stop what you're saying because I need to steer the conversation because this is my show. So when you call in and if you hear me talk, if you hear me ask you a question, please stop. Because one of the things that I found um, that frustrates me is when people try to talk over me when I'm trying to steer the conversation. So as long as we can keep that in mind, then we can go forward. You're in the air live with Tanya. What's your name and where you calling from? My name is Tiffany Warren. Hold on, let me mute my TV. Yeah, hi. My name is Tiffany. I'm calling from Atlanta. Hey, Tiffany from Atlanta. Welcome to the line. So talk to us. What's your, your comment this evening? It's just that nowadays I'm just so tired of hearing about all of this issues between black men and black women. Um, it's like to the point where I just feel like black women are just on their own. And that's just how I've been treating it. I've been living life. Um, I've gotten everything on my own. I just know that we are to the point, have been to the point that we can't really rely on black men as a whole. Mm. Um, as far as the Tyree Nichols thing, I knew immediately when it came out, it just didn't sit right with me. So I held my support. I really didn't say anything, but I knew this is the kind of person he's going to tend to be. And it just seems that more and more of them are like this. I hardly rarely see one that comes out where they had a decent background. They are in the um, minority, if there are any that do come out. So mm. I'm just tired of it, ready to move on. We, like I said, resting our feminine and just focus on being beautiful black women, and that's it. Yes. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay. Yes, wonderful. Let's take a quick commercial break. Um, Join the text notification squad. We'll talk about that after the commercial. Are you tired of missing Tanya TKO's live videos? Arriving late when the video is well underway or about to end? Are you fatigued of only seeing the live video randomly while perusing YouTube and Facebook? Or worse, randomly unsubscribed? Well, now you can get a text notification whenever I go live. No longer are we dependent on the algorithm of these fickle platforms for just $1.99 a month US and Canada or $4.99 a month international. You get a personalized text message 15 minutes before each live show. Now you can show up early with the text squad, meet other people from all over the world, and get invited to secret broadcasts off platform. Most importantly, support your favorite independent creator. Go to tinytko.com and click on text. Join the TKO Tech Squad today for just $1.99 a month US in Canada, $22 a year if you pay in advance, $4.99 a month international, $50 a year if you pay in advance. You'll never again be tardy to the party. I'll see you on the next broadcast. TinyTKO.com forward slash Go over to tanyatko.com forward slash text. I just put the link inside of all of the platforms. 
and join the text notification squad that helps support the show and you always get a text whenever i go live and you never miss another broadcast you always get the text plus you get invited to broadcasts that we have off off of that are not live off of the platform and we have a community behind the scenes where we communicate and text between broadcasts so i appreciate each and every one of you Go ahead and join the text notification squad. I'm going to open back up the phone lines. We're going to take a few more calls. Then I'm going to check the apples. And then we're going to get out of here. All right. Phone lines are open. 323-488-3149. Um, so somebody says, I kind of figured the mother of his child was white. Well, you know what? There's no problem with having a biracial child, right? But why do you have to disparage black women? Why do you have to disrespect black women? Why do you have to add us into your effery? Why can't you just leave us out of it? Why can't we just go mind our own black ass business and just go about being fabulous and wonderful? Why do you have to bring tear us down online? So there were a few different things that I wanted to show you all. Um, I'll show you as we're waiting for the next call. So this right here, Mm -mm -mm. Let me move this to this screen over here. So this right here, uh, when, when you look up his page, right, on Facebook, his name on Facebook is DeAndre Nichols. And as you see, um, my first love, I will never forget you. You didn't deserve this. Justice for Tyree. So she put up her post, right? And... This is his baby right here. What a cutie pie, four years old. But we could see, we see again. Oh, gracious. Oh, wow, I don't know what's going on here. I have yet to see him in any pictures. There's him with a cute little white girl. I have yet to see him in any pictures with any black women. I have yet. This is him at somebody's wedding. So he surrounded himself with the people that he adored. Look. He was able to get that, that biracial child, lighten the skin like he wanted. He was able to do all of that. Let me grab this call real quick. You're on the air live with Tanya. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, Tanya. This is Chitlin Juice. Took black men out the home. Hi. And I'm how from are you? the U.S. I'll just say the U.S. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I just I really want to understand what is the what is the psychology behind black women constantly wanting to march for these men. I mean, we go through this every single week. A black man is either shot, unalived, or whatever. Black women, con black women constantly going to the internet, defending them, marching for them, and then they find out in some tweets, some old social media posts that he's anti-black, he hates dark-skinned women, and black women are still shocked and disappointed. Like, what is going on? Like, I'm really confused on why, like, where is the disconnect? We go through this every single well, week. Well, black and women birth, black women, every black man on earth was birthed by a black woman. 
And so black women have a certain connection because you have to remember the black women are the ones that stay in the home. So they have a different connection to the child. Black men are not staying around to raise their daughters, so they don't have the same connection. And so it's, a, it's so black women are, when they march, they're marching because they want to see their sons and their fathers, and they want to see these men alive. They don't want to see these men unalive, but what they don't understand is, right, that this is more prevalent than we know. It's more prevalent than we think. You know, many of us have black brothers who did not marry black, have biracial children, and they have not honored any black woman um, in terms of making an honest woman out of her, right? And we're in denial. We're in denial. Because you yeah, think you I'm, think, oh, my I'm brother is just one, but it's it it it's it's a conglomerate. It's many, 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 many. Go ahead. No, I, I understand. I definitely do understand that there's a lot of denial there. I mean, I grew up with a black father. I talk to my dad pretty frequently, but that doesn't there's a separation there. Like I can distinguish, okay, this particular black man, my father loves and protects and cares about me, but that doesn't mean that's the collective. I don't see my father or my brother or my cousin in every single random black man out there. And I feel like at this point, we should understand the collective is sick. Collectively, they're sick. A lot of them struggle with low self-esteem, self-hatred, colorism, all these different things. And yet we go through this every single week. And I just, I get tired. I, I just, I get frustrated. But that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> mm. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So, on his page, right, let me bring this over here. Give me just one quick moment. I want to bring these to two different screens. Okay, there we go. All right, so let's grab this call real quick. You're on the air live with Tanya. What is your name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Peaches. Um, hey, Peaches. I, was, I wanted to respond to the young lady that just called and um, said something about what is the, the, the logic or whatever. I remember watching this documentary a while ago and it was talking about Karen's and the logic that Karen's go through. I believe the reason why black women rally up so much for black men is because we're reverting to our maternal nature. Mm -hmm. We want to, we see these men, not as men, but as our sons or or our children something to protect somebody to protect mm -hmm. i don't agree with that because you know when you think about the in in the family dynamics in the black typically in the black family 
the mothers coddled their sons more than they coddled their daughters. And that type of mentality, that type of behavior carries on within the community, as you say. Um, and I think that we need to take a step back, as you said, and reevaluate our position as women within the community. Um, we hear a lot of these men get on podcasts and they talk about black women not embracing their femininity, black women not um, know, knowing to be quiet or to to be submissive or whatever. But mm-hmm. yet when the opportunity presents itself for them to um, benefit from the strength of a black woman, mm-hmm. then they want us to stand up. They want mm-hmm. us to stand up. They want us to um, become vocal, mm-hmm. you know. But when it comes down to us, when there's something, a situation that present, that's presented as a threat to us, then we don't get that in return. Mm-mm. And I believe the reason why all of that is happening is because it starts in the family. It, start, it starts in our houses. You know, when we're raising our sons, we have to teach our sons to be men and not coddle them and not always run to them whenever a a tough situation occurs. We give them the tools, we give them the knowledge in order to equip them with uh, being able to fend for themselves and not always running to their aid when um, a situation becomes tough for them. And also taking accountability and responsibility. That's another thing. How many times, you know, back in the day when they had those talk shows and um, like Maury or something like that, and the the paternity of a child is in question, and the mother of the baby daddy, The mother of the baby daddy would be up there yelling, screaming, totally irate about, you're not the, he's not the baby daddy. He's this, he would never. And then the, you know, the results come back and then there we have it. He is the the father, you know, again, it's, it's, I hate to say it, it's in our nature. It's in our nature, and I think it ties back to our maternal instincts. And that's all I had to say about that. Well, I wanted to just, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh! Listen, 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 listen. Everyone behave tonight. Behave, behave, behave. All right, so peaches, right? Yes. Okay, so I wanted to just quickly say I was reading this book um, recently and it talked about the the rearing of children and how parental influence only goes but so far, right? The greatest influence on a child once they start developing who it is that they're choosing to be as they become, as they start transcending through tweens into teens into adulthood, right? 
are their peers. Their peers have far more influence on them. Children are the way that the way that it works is children pull away from their parents. They pull away from the teachings and who has the greater impact on them is their peer group. And one of the phenomenon that happen in our community is that there are black male elders and there are other black young men who are just a stage or two above them who were taught by their elders how to disrespect women, how to use girls for vagina. They're getting this from men. It is men who and, and boys who were taught by men in a community who teach them how to use girls, who teach them not to love girls, that you're a simp if you're nice. There's really nothing, there's really nothing that any boy or man can do nice for a woman that other men won't criticize. It is men that pass on the indoctrination of using girls for, for kudos with men treating women and girls in an inhumane way, men who should know better, but the vast majority of teenage pregnancies that happen in the black community happen by grown men. So these are the men who are instructing these teenage boys to go out there and use these girls too. So this happens at the hands of men. So now women are going to, because women, you know, because heterosexual women love men, et cetera, you know, their little boys, their little boys are, you know, the, the, so small and mannish. And, you know, the whole Oedipal complex thing. So we have daddy's girls and mama's boys. And what happens is, you know, the opposite gender parent, you know, sweetifies that child. However, when they start developing who it is that they're going to become as, 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 a, as a young adult, that happens outside the home. So there's an imbalance. So we talk about how, you know, the mothers are coddling these sons. What's missing is the fathers who are not pampering and spoiling their daughters. So the daughters end, end up on the, on the, on the, with the short end of the stick, right? Because there's no one in the home that is, that is pampering and, and, and sweetifying them. You know what I mean? So these men, it, again, it boils down to father abandoned homes. We talk about this in video time and time mm -hmm. again. The fathers who are not there are there because they don't want to be there. And they use a whole bunch of different excuses. But when you start asking questions, when you start asking questions, you'll find out that they didn't show up in court, that they don't, they're not paying child support, that they signed away their rights that they never signed the birth certificate, that they refused this, they refused that. You will find out that there were actions that they participated in that has stopped them from being able to see their child. And even so, the women are still calling forward for them to come and see the child and they're just not showing up. The child be living right up the street. He doesn't come. He doesn't come because he doesn't want to. Parental alienation is against the law in this country. We have male-run courts. So you mean to tell me that every system in this country is going to be in men's favor except for the court system? It was it was it was an automatic for men to get custody of the children in the it, up until actually in recent times. It was it men got all in suffragette in the 1920s and all of that. Men got automatic custody cuz women did couldn't own property. They couldn't have bank accounts until officially until 1974 in this country. 
So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Thank you so much for calling yes. in. No problem. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to open it up for the people who are outside of the country to call in. I saw that someone was trying to call in from Africa. Call in on the what's go to WhatsApp and call in from there. And um, if yeah, so go to WhatsApp, call in from the WhatsApp, and then I will take your call from there. Let me read a few of these apples in the time being. Mm, mm, mm. So Tiara says, no one march for Sandra Bland. No one. You see what I'm saying? The police went and, and, and she was unalived in her jail cell. It was so fishy. But who was out there marching for her? It's like the same imbalance. It's like, okay, so women, if we're going to march for men, who is marching for the women? You do not see men out there doing it. If anything, you see them making fun of them. You see them making fun of Corinne Gaines and Sandra Bland and, and, and other black women who are unalived. But then they still expect unfettered support. And a lot of us are in these relationships with with one-sided support as well. He just likes you to be there to pump up his ego. He likes to he likes to have you pumping his ego. But other than that, when you need your ego stroked, he's not there for it. Bronx Bayou sends a dollar and says, love the hat. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Go ahead and get your apples in. I do a social experiment. I ask both black men and black women. Okay. It's, it looks like there's another part that's going to come after that. So I'm going to refresh, waiting for that next part. Tiffany, you got to type faster. You can also send Bitcoins to send a longer message because the Bitcoins. Oh, she says, sent you a PayPal on Stumpy video saying just this. <laughs> the Stumpy video. You know what? Let me open up the PayPal real quick. Let me open up the PayPal real quick. You're so funny. Stumpy. Listen, that's not nice. We're that that's terrible. That's terrible. I mean, but it is what it is, isn't it? Oh man. Let me check the PayPal real quick. And the phone lines are open for you to call in. I'm just checking these real quick while I'm waiting. So give me just one moment. Okay. Tiffany sends a PayPal and says, I had to catch the replay last night. You went live during my workout time. This live was outstanding and I couldn't agree more. There are also some things about Tyree Nichols that give me pause as well. Terrible what happened to him, but I suggest his preferences stand up for him as well. Capeless. Thank you. And she sent $9.70, but I can't show the PayPal screen because it shows addresses on there. So, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Let me see what else is on there. And she says, um, yes, Tanya, I've pretty much given up. I have always gone, I've always gone years without dating, the longest being four years without any male interaction on a romantic level. I am just too turned off at this point. I am tired of disappointment. Tiff out drops my, okay. Thank you, Tiffany. Oh, wait, there's another one. She says, Oh, wait, that's the same message sent twice. Oh, no, 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 no. A new message has come in. A new message has come in. And she says, 
Cash App Black, my, my last message. Cash App blocked your message, girl? What's going on? What was you typing? <laughs> the Cash App blocked your message. Lord have mercy. It looks like somebody named Blondell sent me a message on Cash App the other day and said, thanks for your content. Thank you. And Cecilia says, have a great weekend. She sends 291. Phone lines are open. I'm about to I'm about to get them in a moment. And so Cecilia says, keep up the good work. And okay. All right. So here, let's jump back to the phone lines. I want to hear from, from you all, right? Whoo. Man, oh man. My father says, man, oh man, is Chevis, what a wine. Whenever I say man, oh man. Okay, so phone lines are open. Three, two, three. Oh, you know what? We was I was supposed to be taking the calls from the cash from the um from the WhatsApp. What happened to the what happened to the people who wanted to call in from Africa and stuff? The WhatsApp is there, so you can if the call option is not coming through, send me a message real quick. It's 323-488-3149. Uh, everybody outside of this country has WhatsApp. So go ahead and send that message through and then I will grab you. You're in the air live with Tanya. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing? Good, I'm wonderful. I just thought I would share my story. Um, is your story related to what we're talking about tonight? Yes, my name is Ultimate Enigma. Yes, I'm watching you live. Okay, so go ahead, Ultimate Enigma. And where are you calling from? I am calling from Atlanta, Georgia, but I grew up in Toronto, Canada. Okay, well, welcome, welcome, And I'm of Somali descent. Okay. And, so you're like, so you're like, um, um just, Idris Elba's wife then, who was in Canada and also, I believe, yes, she's Somali. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead, so yes. talk to us. But, uh, so I grew up in the city of Toronto in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and I noticed that black men in general, um, when I was in high school, in university, did mm -hmm. not prefer me. Mm. Yeah. It affected me in a way that, um, I don't know, I could just say to you that the Caribbean women, whether they're Grenadian, Trini, felt the same way. Mm. And it encouraged me to sort of come to America where Black men understood the value of Black women, right? So being close to the border, mm -hmm. like Buffalo and Detroit, I yeah. traveled all the time. and. I noticed that the men that I, the boys that I liked, would talk about my hair, would talk about my body. Mm. It, it was really, really serious. And I'm from like downtown Toronto. So the women that are listening to me from Canada, you really understand the seriousness of this. <clears throat> mm. So, um, is you know, as light as I am with my 3C hair or whatever, I felt it even at that age. And then I noticed- Hold on, I'm sorry, give me just West one Indian second. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Shady, <laughs> listen. I'm the only one that's shady on this broadcast, baby. Now you are at the block party <laughs> with the rest of your peoples. Listen, listen. 
So go ahead, my dear. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. So, I had to take so care of business real quick. No, I had to no take worries. Care of business. Oh, I have to say so one more announcement. The WhatsApp number is the same as this number. Send me a message if if you're not able to call. Just send a send a a message through WhatsApp. I'll get it and I will. And we'll take care of it from there. Anyway, go ahead, my dear. Go ahead. So one last thing. What I noticed is when I would hang out with my girlfriends, Parabena Weekend or Mississauga, whatever, and I would go to their mom or their auntie's house, the boys never had girlfriends that looked like them. Mm -mm. Never. Mm -mm. They were all white girls or some kind of Filipino. And I'm Mm -mm. thinking to myself, like, what? I think I was 19 or 20 when I noticed it. And I realized the idea that I truly am a Pan-African. Truly. Mm. The idea was these boys, whether they were athletes, whether they were University of Toronto, Yorkie, whatever, these are supposed to be the boys that should fit with the girls of their ilk. Uh-huh. They clearly did not, and they went out of their way to speak ill. Mm-hmm. They went out of their way to say, oh, you know, she's, and, and these are the same boys who are now men. When I go home and I travel, Tarabana weekend or, you know, Memorial Day, whatever, they're like, oh, so what's happening in Atlanta? And you know what I say? I have nothing to say to you. Mm-mm. I have zero, and they generally have several children with several women from several different races and they're all broke. Mm, that's a good point. Fine next. They they like there's some that I see who have the baby daddy of the year award. They got Ooh. a child with a Hispanic girl, Philippine like the United Nations. Mm. It's despicable. However, let me just say you are doing one hell of a service for us. Oh, you think so? To the degree, In what way? Tell me. 100%. Tell me. Go girl, ahead. Give me my flowers, girl. Give me my flowers. Let me just say this to you. Around the world, we are listening. Mm. We are listening. We all have our stories from wherever we're from, wherever we grew up, and we are, the women that listen to you are super traveled. <laughs> super. Mm. So you are absolutely doing your service and you're doing it from a very good place. Mm, Girl, get it. That's all I have to say. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know what? I want to keep this going. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Have a good night. I'll keep watching you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You know, I got the WhatsApp open, but it doesn't seem like the people are able to get through on the WhatsApp. We'll have to do a better job. Uh, You know what? Let me send a message to my WhatsApp and see whether or not I can. I don't know why it's saying that I haven't been on since 2022 because I'm on there right now. Let me send a message and be like, hey, hey, show day. Let me call myself and see if it rings. Yeah, I just, y'all be, ooh. Uh-oh, listen, 
Y'all be telling untruths. The thing is working. It is working. It's working. What's going on here? What's going on? It's working. It's working. So I just called myself on the WhatsApp number and it's working. So anybody who's saying that they can't get through, you are you even trying? Are you even... Lanice, I, ha I have it open for you. Lanice, where you at, girl? I'm going to take your call as the last call and then we're going to jump out of here. We don't have any men who are trying to call in and get cussed out tonight. <laughs> you always make for good TV. You all bring great entertainment that I can create these little small clips from. I'm creating a montage of the curse words, of the curse outs that you all have had to get. Hey, I'm creating a montage for you all. So nobody wants to call in and get that smoke. Come get this work from your girl. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to open back up the... Listen, Lanise, where are you at? Let me grab these. It looks like we have some more apples that have come in. So let me grab the apples then real quick. Mm, mm, mm. Whoo, let me... There we go. All right, wonderful, wonderful. Let me grab the apples real quick. Let me, let's do this. All right. So Candace sends a dollar and says, they tried to lynch Berlinda Noble. Wow, that sounds terrible. Whitney sends 222, thank you. Laquita or Laquita sends $20. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for supporting the show. So far for this broadcast, we have brought in $148. Mm. Support the content that supports you. Send those apples through. I put the link, the direct link in the description for you all to be able to see whenever you need to. All right. So let, the, I don't understand. So, oh, oh my goodness. <sighs> my, 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 my. I have the I have the WhatsApp open for international callers, but nobody is able to get through just yet. So I'm just gonna open back up the American phone number line. So 323-488-3149. Thank you all so much. I appreciate the um I appreciate the love that you all are showing. We're gonna take one or two more phone calls. I really wanted to hear from somebody outside of the country, but it doesn't seem as if they're able to get through for whatever reason that may be. So let us take, let us take one more call from the US. Lanise, please try. I don't understand why you're not able to get through. So you know what, write to me, if, and I'll call you back, write to me on WhatsApp. You're in the air live with Tanya. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello? Yes. Hi. I need you to talk to me it's through the phone. Okay. Okay. Because there's a delay yes. between anything else. Now? Yes. You're on the air live with Tanya. Oh. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, Tanya. My name is Grace. I'm calling from uh, Maryland. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's interesting because when the crime committed and, you know, they showed the um, the guy and he was holding up. You know, I think Sean King, you know, they showed his child. Nothing about mixed race. My my husband is mixed race. But I'm like, oh, he's those types. 
So hearing this that his tweets are coming out, I'm like, yeah, you know, it doesn't surprise me. And also when, um, as you notice, the protest wasn't as, hasn't been as big as it used to be. And I'm mm-hmm. like, there should be no black woman out there protesting. This has nothing to do with us. I mean, mm-hmm. in a sense, we have brothers and sons, but it's time for us to speak on people we know and stay away from men we don't know. We don't know this man's background. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, so let me call in and say that we we have to stop supporting blindly and um, just let these men, I think you said it before, sink or swim. That's their issue. Mm -hmm. Even um, the guy, you know, five bandits killing another one who possibly could be a bandit. I mean, of course, nothing justifies that. They're still trying to point fingers, saying it's white supremacy of fault. And you know, Sean can't stand. I'm, I'm like, you guys have to, black men have to stop blaming everybody else and take accept accountability. These men do not want to accept accountability. I mean, this is literally five black men beating up in, on, on another one. But it doesn't surprise me. This is what they do. They don't know mm. how to love anyone. They don't know how to respect anyone. Mm. So it's just ridiculous. Mm. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Tanya. You. Yeah, you guys are saving lives. I, I watch you. I watch We ladies. TV. Yeah, I know. Not right. You ladies. Call me a guy. But, um. I know. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And um, but it's so many black women speaking up, and I'm just happy to see it. It's just, you know, we cannot rely on a man to make changes. I mean, for centuries, they're not doing anything. They're destroying the community. So women need to wake up. This is how we they got they in the diaspora think- in the first place. Black male leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How they sold us out. This is how we got here, and now they're still running behind the white man. I don't get it, and I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand yeah, why they don't I'm have pride in self. Even in um and and um like you'll hear some African men because um I'm Nigerian as well. But mm. even if you go in a motherland, the oppression of women is there. I mean, this is why Africa is the way it is. I mean, the, imagine if what they're doing to the women, what the children are going through. They do not mm. want to accept accountability. Mm. And it, right now it's just out of control. And and I think yeah. black women started recently waking up because you're literally killing women and children. And exactly. then point of fingers at women and children are the problem. And within the last few years, it's just blew up. It's like, what the hell is going on? You guys are terrorizing literally the community. Mm-hmm. You can have a beautiful home. They're the ones, even when they walk their dogs, they don't put their dogs on a leash. You can't tell them to put the dog on a leash. They don't pick up poop. Everywhere they go, they're mm. literally, it, it's just a mess. Yeah, yeah. You, they do that I in your wanna, area I too. I don't understand how people get dogs and then don't clean up after them. It's like they're making the area terrible. Right. But women, you know, women can get it. You know, women will get it. Women aren't, you know, but the men, they'll go get these dogs and Again, they don't want to be responsible for picking up the poop. They just, and this is even when they move into the nice areas. Or if it's their mom's house or their girlfriend's house, 
just anything that requires accountability work or respect for anyone else is just they just think um <laughs> it's just so much but i watched a lot of, and then even a white guy destiny you know when he was uh setting straight the angry man and those degenerates that called on to his show or he he had them on a on his show and um the guy was mad at him when he said well where are the good black men there's you know and the the guy was just he could they couldn't debate all he had to do all he was doing was in, trying to insult destiny and it's mm. just it's it, it's it, it's it's showing it's mm. people are seeing it mm. you know what i need to i need to react to that whole destiny video i appreciate you calling in thank you thank you mm. i had to um Lenise, I just sent you a message on WhatsApp. Can you try calling me? Let me see if I can call you from my thing. Let me see if I can call you from my, my interface on the computer. Because I sent you a message here. Let's see. There we go. It says call ended. What's going on? I'm trying to... For some reason, it's not going through. Lanice, I don't think it's going to be able to go through over here. What's that? I hear sound. It says missed call, but oh, it, apparently it's not working. I'm sorry, dear. I really tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. Oh, it's coming through now all of a sudden. You're in the air live with Tanya. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yes, Tanya. It's so nice to finally get through. This is Lanise. Um, I'm in uh, Yaoundé, uh, Cameroon. Yeah. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Thank yeah, you. There's a little so bit of a delay. So no. go ahead. Okay. Let me stop it. Um, yes. Like you, I'm originally from the Bronx. Currently, I'm living and working here in Yaoundé, Cameroon. I'm uh, an international um, educator, mm. and I am so very much um, concerned about what the younger Black women are facing um, right now, especially in the U.S. It's, it's a worldwide phenomenon, mm. but particularly in the U.S. It is, it is very distressing. Um, I know we've got issues also here in Africa, but I want to tell you that the men here, for the most part, the culture, there's still much more of a great deal of a respect for women, especially for elderly women um, and for children that um, you'll find. And um, I've been here since uh, 2016. Um, I first came to Cameroon in 1978 with my with my husband. And I I want to say that I really think that in the United States right now, African American women, and I'm an African American woman. I was born in Manhattan, raised in the Bronx. Um, they're facing very dire circumstances. 
And it's not even just a question of standing back and standing by and letting Black men take control of their issues, but they really need to strike out into the world, into the world and find other options and better things to do. Because I'm telling you, the rate at which Black women are being murdered and Black girls are being murdered in the U.S. every day is alarming. It's alarming. Mm -hmm. I, I have never been so frightened for the Black women in America um, as I've been in decades. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, what are your thoughts about this, the, the case that we're talking about tonight and the colorism and the resurfaced tweets? Yes. Um, I, I saw that and um, I was not surprised by the behavior of those policemen because it's just a matter of transferring the behavior that is so prominent in the African-American community. And once you put some of these types of men in power, you give them guns and authority, they just continue to perpetuate the same kinds of behavior. Um, I didn't know anything at all about his preference for, you know, the bunnies, but, um, that aside, um, it's, it's really unfortunate, but it's generally that attitude right now. I mean, Black men have been so psychologically damaged that, unfortunately, they hate their mothers, they hate their sister, they hate anything that's Black. So we need to just kind of like let that go, strike out into the world, and find um, other uh, environments that are more conducive to our skill sets and the things that we love. Because Tanya, I'm gonna be honest with you, with all the fighting that we're doing, I don't believe that all the efforts are gonna change the American society. It's been that way for more than 400 years. It's not gonna change. I'm sorry, I just don't believe. With all the efforts we made in the 60s, look at where we are today. It's worse. And it, so no, I think- worse. Got, it's not worse. Worse in what way? In, in terms of the relationship between black men and black women, I think white um, supremacy well, you has. Said that you, went, you said that you you said that you went to Africa in 1978 for the first time. So that means that you are old enough to remember relationships in the 60s. Yes or no? Yes, I am most certainly. And um, my father died in uh, 1961. And we were raised by a Ghanaian stepfather. So I do recall a time when there was all of this unity, not only within Black people in the United States and people from around the world, but it seems like white supremacy using that kind of Willie Lynch syndrome has been able to get in there and maneuver to create all of this divisiveness. It, di it didn't just materialize out of nowhere um you know what i have to i have to i just have to give you some fact checks there you know there's some things that i just don't react to because there's so many things to react to i see newspaper and magazine um what was her name um marcus garvey's wife in 1925 had an article where she was talking about how black men preferred white women in the 1960s, yes. first of all, W.E.B. Du Bois had some sci-fi book 
where he created some some fake world of the future where it was up to him and a white woman to repopulate the entire earth. Frederick Douglass abandoned and psychologically abused his black wife, his first black wife, to cheat on her with yes. a whole bunch of white women and white mistresses whom he went on to marry. In the 60s, yes. Jet Magazine had Jet Magazine had a, an article cover are Negro women more beautiful? And then they had a whole bunch of mixed and white and non-melanated looking women up there. Not only that, they had a... Yes. Let me let me, let me me show this real quick. They had a... I just saved yeah. this yesterday because somebody brought this to my attention and I was like, oh, is that so? So Jet Magazine, let me do... Let me search this by date here. I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, well, you, well you, 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 you're talking a good game for somebody who done seen it, done seen it. Hold on, I need to I need to move this over to the other screen because your phone number is on one screen. So here, Jet Magazine. This is in nineteen fifty three. Do Japanese women make better wives? Do Japanese women make better wives? So then, so For then, Japanese so then <laughs> no, there's a there's a picture of a Negro man right next to her. Then let me let me get the. Then let me get another another cover right here from Jet Magazine. This is in 1954. Here we go. Here we go. Negro children of white parents. Do working women make better wives? So they've been wanting this 50-50. They've been promoting. And let me get the let me let me let me just go and Google real quick so that I can pull this up for you all. Our Jet Magazine cover. Jet Magazine Magazine are Negro women more beautiful. I saved this before, but I need to just pull it up again. Are Negro women and more I remember beautiful? That I remember See, that me, cover. Me, I was me, a young me. girl. I'm sure you were. Hold on. Let me pull this up real mm -hmm. quick. I'm just going to put up the whole page because I don't have the picture. As you see on the right-hand side, Exhibit C. Our Negro women... Oh, this was Ebony cover. Our Negro women more beautiful. Ebony. And they got a whole bunch of light women on there. Are our, our Negro girls getting prettier? Right? Yes. So they have yes. been promoting... I remember... I remember growing up in the 80s. I remember... Mm. I remember... I remember yes. Lisa Bonet being the the prototype for what a beautiful black exactly. girl is supposed to look like. So exactly. no, when you say that it's getting worse, I mean, know that it's 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 worse now. It has always been this way in this country. This is why I have given up. I am telling black women, no, I, I agree. stay home. I agree. I agree. It's always been that way. But now with the Internet and the ability to um, spread that information internationally in such a, a, I would say, demonic way. That's what I mean by it's getting worse, because now there's an it's international better. It's getting mm -hmm. better, Lonnie. You know why it's getting better? It's getting better because. Finally, it's on Front Street. So that you don't have that funk, 
flying up from the back of your mouth and you don't know where it's coming from. It's getting better because now we can finally figure out the rotten tooth so that we can extract mm -hmm. it. So that we can yeah. extract it. It's getting better mm -hmm. because now it's on front street because now you don't have to wonder whether or not it's in your imagination. Right. Now you don't have right. to wonder. Now no. we know because the moment that they were able to get microphones, you see what right. they, they decided to right. talk about. The moment these N-words were able to get passports, you see what they started mm -hmm. talking about. Right. The depravity. Yes. So no, this is much yes. better so that now that black women can wake the fuck up so that we can wake yes. up. No, definitely. Yes, definitely. We definitely need to. And um, I just want to shout out to your uh, Caribbean, your Jamaican and um, African-American roots because I have numerous Jamaican sister-in-laws and um, I know um, the very strong affinity that uh, Jamaican people have for um, uh, their, their Afrocentric uh, ways. So I am so appreciative. I'm, I'm over here in Africa. And this is where I plan to stay um, for the rest of my life. But I am so um, happy that um, you are doing this uh, to help the Black women who are in the United States who are facing these trials, tribulations, and atrocities. I, my heart is uh, so broken for the women who have to put up with this. And though a lot of this um, came about in the 60s, I was a young girl, um, for me, it didn't really manifest to some kind of malignancy until um, very recently. Just because, and that's probably... just, because it wasn't, just because it wasn't diagnosed in the public doesn't mean that it wasn't malignant. The community been malignant. And listen, while yes. I, listen, I know some Jamaican people I'm not one of them, though. And from what it is that mm -hmm. I hear about the bleaching that's going on in Jamaica, I saw a documentary. So it, the white the white beauty standards have apparently sunk into the minds of Jamaicans as well. I'm the vision American. What do you know about Nevis? What do you Even know about in Nevis? Africa, they're doing it. What do you know Even about Nevis? You gave Jamaica a shout out. What do you know about Nevis, Lanise? About what? Nevis. Nevis? Nevis, N-E-V-I-S. Nevis, no, I haven't heard that. Mm, mm -mm. That's mm -hmm. where my family is. Because I've actually, I've actually, I've actually been out of the, the U.S. since about like 2006. Girl, teaching are you and listening? Overseas. Hello, I know there's a little bit of a delay, but I'm telling you, I'm not Jamaican. My family is from Nevis. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's all good. They're just very different mm -hmm. countries, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So nonetheless, no, I, listen, I, we've been I, I... on for 13 minutes, so I'm going to let you go ahead and go. I appreciate you finally being able to get in. Yes. Thank you so much, Tanya. But you know what? I before appreciate you, before you go, you before you, listen, before you go, there are people who are mm -hmm. saying a tremendous amount of things about men in Africa because you said that it's a little bit better over there. But the fact that we're even in the diaspora and the fact that no African nation can combat the military forces of any European nation says a lot 
I don't know what's going yes. on in Cameroon, but even Cameroon can't fight off the Europeans if the Europeans turned on them. So what are the men really doing? Uh, for the most part, uh, Tanya, to be quite honestly, they um, they don't have the the mentality. I, I think worldwide, um, Africans and the African diaspora have been psychologically defeated. Um, granted, they don't have the military power to thwart um, the Western world, but um, the men who are in power for the most part um, really just have kind of given up and, you know, just kind of let um, the, the white people rule Africa as they did uh, a long time ago. There are very few exceptions. Paul Kagame in um, Rwanda is one exception. But for the most of them, they're elderly men. They came up during the colonial era and they don't have the psychological ability uh, to really fight against, uh, you know, this white supremacy that is worldwide. And it's unfortunate, but um, Africa is the last best hope because this is where the resources are uh, that sustain the entire world. So we're just hoping that as we attempt to educate uh, the younger generation, that um, they will go into the areas of study that will give them the power to confront these people and to control the continent. So my question to you is, well, thank you for that. My question to you is, you, you sang the praises of the men in Cameroon, but then also turn around and say that they don't have the mentality to even stand up to the idea the of leaders, the oppressor. The leaders and the people are very different. So it's like looking at like leaders in any country compared to the population that, that they rule. The population has a very different notion than the leaders. Some of these leaders are like 70s, 80s, 90s. And the younger people, the average age in Africa is 19. So you have this disparity. You have these 19-year-olds as an average in Africa, and they're being ruled by people who are like 90-something years old who grew up under the colonial I'm, I'm sorry. era. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How how are you doing the age for the whole continent of Africa? That's the average. That's the well, that's the, the latest okay. statistics. The average age From, is 19. According to where? According to where? So we can look this up to just back, double check. Oh, um, Okay, I just I did I did a Google on it. The average age of uh, of Africans. Okay, so we so um, we will yes. we we will we will we will check that that data. Um. So yes, it's like nine. So yes. Yeah, so, so when you have nineteen. No, old, hold on. I, and then you, until uh, listen until we can until we can check that we can't really we can't really we can't co-sign it until we can check it. So my my last sure, question my last my last question to you though is. If the men are not standing up against the leaders to create a change, then mm -hmm. what are they doing? If no, they are. Standing up, they are. Lanise they are standing Viamie, up. But... You said that they were not. You said that 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 the leaders are different than the the, the mentality of the people. Yes, very true. So you have someone that's ninety years old. Ha trying to control people who are in the average 19, 20 years old, there's a complete difference in their mentalities and understanding about history, world events, colonialism. 
And that's why you have a lot of the violence in Africa because the young people are trying to fight for change, but the elderly people have the military. So they're trying, those older people are trying to uphold the colonial people. And um, unfortunately, they're massacring a lot of the younger people, but the younger people, believe me, they are trying very hard to stand up and fight against um, this, this we'll colonial have to, we'll have system. To look, we'll have to look this up because I know that Surely. there are, because I, I know that there is a genocide going on in the Democratic Republic of Congo, is it? Yes. That the yeah, even here come- in Cameroon. Even here in Cameroon, the, the English speaking are fighting to get away from the French speaking. Uh, and again, it's, you know, you have these older people trying to control the younger people's aspirations to be free. And so the older people have the weapons and the younger people don't have the weapons or the education needed. But they are trying. Many of them are trying to fight against this neo-colonialism. I hear you. I hear you. It it doesn't sound like the utopia that you make it out to be. It sounds terrible. No, it's un- it's not. It's not a it's not a utopia at all. But it's really the last best hope for us. I, I, honestly. Well, look. This is where people, all the listen. White people in America. White people in America are not reproduce, reproducing at a one to one rate. And I hear that America is mm-hmm. going to be mainly people of color by the year twenty one hundred. So. Tanya, I agree. But you know what it's going to look like? It's going to look like minority rule in South Africa because they're acquiring all the guns, all the money, all the the military power. Let me just let me just let me just just say this to you. Let me just say this to you. And then I'm going to I'm going to just jump off the call because now we've been on for 20 minutes. Okay. China. Africa's going to be Chinese. Africa yeah, they're here. is selling itself out to China. So if I were yes. going to bet on what was going to be what, huh, I would I would bet but on again, I'm saying it's again I'm saying it's those old people, those people who are in their 80s and 90s that are doing those this. people the who are in their 80s and 90s have sold Africa out to the Chinese, and the Chinese yes. are going to be the ones who are going to be ruling Africa. This is what I'm saying. Where is the hope mm-hmm. for Africa when, when the Chinese are now owning those resources? Time and time again, they continue mm-hmm. to sell out. And if these young people are not, look, well, what is Africa going to be? Uh, thank you so much. That's the question that we're going to leave on right there. Thank you so much, Lanis, for calling in. Okay. All right. You're welcome, Tanya. Oh, my goodness. My goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. There we go. All right. I appreciate everybody who called in for today's broadcast. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. What is that that I hear?
Wow. Ultimate Enigma sends in $133.33. And she says, you deserve it, sis. Black women, wake up. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Whitney sends in 222. Lakita sends in 20. Tiffany sends in two. Um, she says, I ask, how many good black men do you know? And you know what? The thing about it is that the numbers are skewed. The numbers are skewed. Um, Tiffany writes back in and says, most can't list five. Now, good black women, they can list many. And that is very telling right there. That is very telling right there. So what I want to do is... Um, Amber sends in a dollar and says, African men are letting China pimp them too. The F? Black men were failing us way before white supremacy came. Listen, from what it is that I'm hearing, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Listen, I appreciate all of you. I want you all to come up with the self-love lesson that we learned from today's video. So go ahead and type SLL and type in your self-love lessons. Thank you to everybody who contributed apples. Let's see what we... Oh, that's a little loud. Give me a second. So all together, we have brought in 288 from this broadcast. Wow. Thank you all. Support the content creators who bring you the content that you love. I appreciate, I appreciate that. So listen, I want to see what are your self-love lessons that you learned from today's broadcast. Go ahead and type in SLL in the... Come on, let's get it. Let's get it. I want to see what self-love lesson you've learned from today's video. Type SLL, don't march. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Type SLL and then let me know the lesson that you've learned. Know the facts that affect you. Black women focus on you and yours. Don't presume innocence. You never know who you are really marching for. Tanya likes to hear from the manosphere. Come on, come with it. Come on. Put your well-being first. Put yourself first. Mm, I don't care anymore. Be the love and support you need. Sip my green tea and mind my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay away from nakers. Fight for people. Don't fight for people who hate you. Yeah, absolutely. So listen, I appreciate each and every one of you for coming out. Go ahead and continue to type your self-love lessons. Type your self-love lessons in the descriptions. Share this video. Let me know what your thoughts are. If you're, watching, if you're watching this after the broadcast, let me know your thoughts. Remember, support the show by joining the text notification squad. Um, also like the other page. I also upload these onto podcasts, Apple, Spotify, etc. So if you're driving and you don't want to use the, um, the YouTube app or whatnot, you can always catch the, the broadcast, but it takes a few days for me to get it up there. So you'll just be a few days behind, 
But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I appreciate each and every one of you for coming out. Um, to my melanin and skin color, SLL, mm -hmm. black women stand down. This is not our fight. Yes. I feel you. I feel you. So listen, go out there and love one another. Most importantly, love yourself. And part of loving yourself is what? My self-love lesson that I learned from today's video. The self-love lesson that I learned from today's video and from the phone calls that have come in is that there are many black women who are in denial about what the truth is and that there are many people who don't know what's really going on and that try as we might, we hang on to some sort of glimmers of hope because the reality is just too gruesome to, to fathom. And the reality of it is, is that we are all that we have. Black women, by and large, we are all that we have. That we need to start reconnaissance and start thinking about the future. We need to start asking questions of the men that we are in relationship with. We need to look at their social media and scroll back through and see who it is that we see on their pages. We need to, we need to vet, 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 vet. That's one of the things that I learned because there are far too many black men who are in our families who we're not holding to task and we continue this one-sided loyalty. Listen, that's the self-love lesson that I learned. So look, I appreciate each and every one of you for coming out. Go out there and love one another. Most importantly, love yourself. You can always send apples after I'm off air. And I will see you all in the next video. Thank you. And the lip palette that I wear in my videos is coming soon. So don't worry. I got you on that. All right. So listen, I will see you all in the next video. Tanya TKO and I am out. Hey. Go ahead, everybody. I will see you all in the next video. Ha, 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 ha.